0: hey guys hey guys welcome back to five nothing hundred nothing.com I am it and that stands for the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics and today I think I'm gonna center myself with the camera I'm usually off to the side I just need that for the thumbnail pictures but I don't know why I do that it's a little uncomfortable and it kind of hurts my neck Oh, now I remember why. It doesn't hurt my neck that much. Never mind. All right. <coughs> yeah. For those of you on the podcast, that's going to stay in. And for the YouTubers, nah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll keep it. All right. Just waste a minute of your life that you can never get back, and I'll stop now. All right, guys. What I want to s- talk about today is totally off the top of my head. I'm going to try to speak from the heart and soul. And it's an ongoing conversation. So I'm going to just call this part one of the rational versus the irrational. Now, that takes many forms. Okay. That could take the form of um, your ways of thinking, of, uh, you know, actions you take in life, decisions, what have you. And I don't have a, clear cut, um, view on, you should always be rational. Like that seems to be the best, you know, position to be in is to be a rational thinking person. But oftentimes the, um, this is, it's really early in the morning, you guys, and I'm about to go in and train people. So that's why you're hearing all this stuff like ugh, spring and <clears throat> I'm going to be clearing my throat and sounding terrible, but like a frog, or very sexy to some of you. And yes, I shaved my head again. You know why? I just wanted to. Feels good. Don't have to worry about going to get a blowout for the weekend or anything. Um, so rational versus irrational, right? Some of the greatest highs and lows in your life um, can be um, associated with irrational behavior. You know, live a little party. Oh, that person is all wrong for you. I see, um, dating profiles. They're like, uh, do you want to be my next big mistake? You know, things like that. And, uh, you know, life is full of adventures. It can be at least. And sometimes if things are a little dry, a little stale, you know, you tend to make irrational decisions. Now, some irrational decisions, obviously, you know, um, drinking too much, uh, trying this drug, at a party or just because you know, you're just fiddling your thumbs and you want to do something or impulsive buying, you know, may not fit your budget and it's an irrational decision, but you just do it anyways. And oftentimes long-term at least it it's so simple, but rational decisions are going to usually have a payoff and, or, um, leave you in a more secure, safe place when you can make them consistently, right? But they're not always fun. Now, I don't know. I, I, think, I think in my head right now, at least, and I, I plan to do a lot of study on this and talk to some brighter minds than myself on their thoughts. Um, but I think some of it's DNA. I think some of us are natural um, risk takers. And, um, not even calculated risks, but like just make decisions. And so at the risk of opening up a can of worms, I'd like to pull back those layers of the onion and see what the hell's going on in why, you know, we make those decisions, whether rational or, ir- or irrational. And I don't want to find an algorithm or like, what's the best, um, Like what is the best way to live your life? I mean, yeah, I think if we all just like lived our best life, because we're not, none of us are, you know, you you can have all the information. Um, It's like, uh, I'll tell clients, you know, uh, you don't need to necessarily at some point in your evolution in the gym or with health and fitness, at some point you don't need to have more information. You don't need to know what the next best diet is. You don't need the next greatest workout program. I mean, it always helps to get more information and make a more intelligent decision. But at some point, you have enough information because you're not even doing anything with the info you have. You know, I say people know what to do, but don't do what they know. And there's many reasons for that. One is that those decisions take self-discipline. And it creates temporal pain, at the um, and it pays you in dividends with long-term pleasure or outcome that you're seeking. And <clears throat> it's um, it's really interesting how we how complex we are. And uh, I guess through all these conversations and looking at information, a lot of people are seeking clear-cut, black and white direction for their lives and i've always been one to not necessarily look for those answers i mean on some level yeah for myself um or for my business but it's more or less even curiosity just to understand all the pieces and why we do what we do why we think what we think um what influences what influences our decisions um why we sometimes choose pain um at a long-term cost. I think some of it is um like you see the the one girl who is in a bad relationship and all of her friends and family are like get away from this guy get away you don't know him like I know him and I'm you know I think we all think that our one situation is different like it's the smoker right it's gonna give you lung cancer it's gonna kill you it's gonna make you you know wheeze and screw up your life and yet there's that payoff of, I feel like that nicotine rush. It calms me It whatever. Right. I know people that smoke before they work out because it's a stimulant as well. And, uh, I've seen people see people smoking and they're just like, you believe that shit. I'm like, yeah, I believe it. People have their vices. So, um, but everybody that smokes either is in denial of what's going to happen. So they're not using rational thought and it's a, calculate a risk that is there's no real upside of except for the pleasure of the smoking. But there's that irrational side that overrides the rational. And I guess that's why they call it irrational because it doesn't make sense. It's not rational. But you do it anyways. So it's an it's interesting. Um I feel like I should have been a psychologist or a social worker more so than a personal trainer and a kind of a jock and a writer, <clears throat> maybe the writing thing and all, it'll all come together maybe. But anyways, um, i not going to ramble anymore. This is part one though. Um, I feel like to really unravel this and get a good grasp, it's going to take me a long time. So I'm going to keep the conversation going. If you guys have thoughts or you have resources, um, please share with me. Things I learned, I'm going to definitely um, cite the sources and give credit where credit is due. And um, this will be an ongoing series. I'm not sure if it'll be every day, if it'll be, you know, once a week, whatever. But I want to keep the conversation going. So like, share, subscribe, comment. Uh, Let me know what your thoughts are on the rational versus the irrational. And uh, we'll keep it real general, which I know pisses some people off. But I don't care. I'm an undersized underdog, the fittest one in that, as you know. All right, guys, enjoy your day, enjoy your weekend. We'll chat again soon. Take care.